There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk in the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode five of season one of Happy. Oh my god, this show. <laughs> this is so weird. Alright, okay, I'm gonna just jump, because the final scene, I was like, did that just happen? Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> I think yeah. I just stopped like, oh my god. <laughs> there was a lot of that in this episode, I think. So, why don't yeah. you hit us with some ratings news? <laughs> Alright, episode five. Brought in a 0.18 in adults 18 to 49. That was down just uh, slightly, 0.04. But had 0.623 million viewers, making it the 63rd rated cable show for the day. That was just, I don't know how more people aren't watching this, because it's one of those shows, like, once you start watching, you can't look away. Yes. I'm wondering if a lot of people just really aren't sure what it is, so they're like, Kind of iffy. You, if you are listening to us, you are watching this. You need to get your friends to watch this because you know, you know your friends that will totally dig this. Yes. That's why I had to talk to some of the guys I worked with. I'm like, no, you trust me. Yeah. You need to watch it. They're like, well, what's it based off? I'm like, a graphic novel. And I'm like, a very graphic novel. Trust me, just watch it. Watch the first one. <laughs> and if you really don't like it, I will leave you alone. And seriously, they're like. What did you make me watch? <laughs> of course. And then they have to watch the next one and the next one. Yeah. I did the same thing to my husband. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I think that's pretty much what we're going to go with for this season. Yeah. So, it's OMG. Yeah. So episode five, white sauce, hot sauce. Following a destructive family reunion, to say the least. Sax and Happy go their separate ways. Mary's under investigation by Eternal Affairs. Haley and the children are introduced to a far more terrifying prison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I still want to know how the hell those lights stayed lit up around the wrist. They're Christmas lights. Right, they gotta be plugged into something. Whatever, weird. Well, we're at a warehouse, and... Everything seems horrible and lost, and Haley and the other kids are being kind of pushed in. Do-do-do. Off we go. But they've been taken, and there's no trace of where they may have gone. Right. And Happy is not happy. Yeah. <laughs> because he's in the box where Haley was and freaking out. You know, he's like, this was her glove. And, and I'm like, shouldn't you not be freaking out as an imaginary character? Right. I don't know. I've kind of weirded out that he was so freaked, but and Sax and Mary, not exactly in the best of terms. No, I don't know which one is he's has worse terms with, Mary or Amanda. Right. And, I mean, Sax is kind of pissed that he got 
well, I'm sorry, Mary got Amanda involved. Right. And then suddenly Mary has her gun on him, and she's like, you need to go see Blue. Oh, really? Do I? So, obviously, he knew that something was happening, but may not have known how bad it was. Right. In regards to Mary being connected with Blue. But she was pretty adamant of what was going to happen. Right. And so, Sax decides to knock her the hell out. Yeah. Because he's like, I've got to find Haley. And I think that was great that he was all like, all right, I'm staying on target and I have to find the kid. Right. Well, plus we think Blue's probably going to kill him. So, you know, that's probably the best shot he has of staying alive anyway. But I think nobody really wins with a headbutt normally. No. (laughs) But I don't know. Sax must have like a super hard head. Yeah. Because, I mean, knocked out is not even the word for it. No. (laughs) because apparently smoothie gets called in to take care of the place and he's like i don't know putting gas or bleach or who knows what else out right he finds mary he draws on her face and he ends up taking her somewhere right and it's like okay because he's not gonna burn her down because i think blue would have been pretty ticked right but i kind of feel too if if smoothie is going to burn this place down like our bad santa is going to freak out that might be possible especially if he really feels like that warehouse is his home which i kind of feel like that is right because it is the gimbal's warehouse yeah and his dad worked for gimbal and so yeah i'm right there with you that i think this is going to be a tipping point for very bad Santa as well. Yes. And like I started to say earlier, very bad Santa decides to drop them all off. And, you know, they're they're going in. But he grabs Haley. And he's like, I know who's been naughty and who's been nice. You don't belong with them. And I'm like, okay, I'm freaking out. What's it going <laughs> to do? Doing? What are you doing? Right. Because he's like, you want to stay with me? And I'm like, ew, what is he doing? And is God. he really almost saving her? Like, what is it? I don't know. Right. Like, what did you think? Did you think he was actually thinking he was going to save her? I think he might have thought that. But why he would have thought that, I it was at that point in time, you had no clue. So, of course, it was much easier to assume that he had bad thoughts and right. was going to keep, keep bad things. For, yeah, for himself. Yeah, because it was creepy. But the kids all get pushed in a room because she's like, no, I'm not staying with you. Yeah. <laughs> and No, it, but hell no. Right. And then their lights turn on, and it's like a classroom. And I half expected one of the kids to be like, oh, my God, I got kidnapped to be sent to school. <laughs> and it's like, all right, this is creepy because there's no games in the, the game, like no actual pieces to the games. There's no words in the books. Right. What the hell is this? And suddenly, Smoothie comes in, and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, this is not good. Especially when he's just playing this little tape, like talking about how the kids are bad and you need to be punished. And he brings in like a mouse in a habitat. Right. And Haley like raises her hands like when the thing is kind of going through questions. And he's like weirdly eating some corn in the front. Yeah. And he's like, that was a rhetorical question. And she just still has her hands up. So, I mean, 
she's not being a bad kid. She's raising her hand like she's supposed to in school. Right. Before she's allowed to speak. He walks up to her with the mouse and then kills the mouse on her desk. She just like crushes it. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? One sick dude, man. I don't know who's sicker, very bad Santa or Smoothie, but... Ah, it's messed up. Now, do you think that Smoothie knew who it was that took all the kids? Or do you think it was almost, like, compartmentalized? Well, the fewer people who know all the moving parts, the better for mobsters. Right. So... I'm thinking that Smoothie probably doesn't know who got the kids and brought them there. Okay. Just like Very Bad Santa doesn't know that Smoothie's taking over. I hope not. That He's just yeah. creepy. He is, and he does it so well. Yeah. Well, we have Happy piping up finally, because we're back to Happy and Nick. And he's like, we need to go see Mom. Yeah, Ugh. Super Mom. Yeah, maybe not the best of ideas. No. (laughs) Because Nick's like, uh, yeah, there's a lot of shit I need to atone for. Yeah. We didn't leave on the best of terms. (laughs) And he says that, and Happy's just like, Mom will forgive you. It's like, oh, Happy. You don't know. (laughs) There was adultery, abandonment, generally being an asshole. And somehow he's going to try to say that, yes, I I want to find our daughter. Right. Yeah, somehow Amanda's not biting. And she's like, oh, Mary told you? And he's like, "Uh, sure, let's go with that. (laughs) Yeah. How am I going to tell you? It was actually uh, um, Haley's imaginary friend. Right. But, you know, he's like, I understand you not telling me, which kind of surprised me. Right. But when he's like, you know, I understand I understand I was a jerk and it wasn't something you could could do and that this was something you had to do on your own. I get it. And you know, she's he sees just a firing lasers out of her eyes. Right. And especially when he sees a picture of Haley and he's like, oh, she doesn't look like me. Ooh, Amanda's like, well, she's yours. Yeah, like, <laughs> that was the wrong thing to say, Nick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then she's like the eyes. And I'm like, he looks, and there's silence, and then suddenly, axe-wielding ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Where do these people come from? And then suddenly, we have Nick in superhero mode again. Right. Super killer mode. Yeah. <laughs> like, taking them all out. And then even Amanda, because she took off running, and one is chasing her, and she's in the kitchen throwing everything at him. And Right. How the one starts running away from her when she's, like, throwing bottles and everything else. <laughs> that was great. And he looks at Nick. It's like, shit, in between these two people, they're both crazy. Yeah. But we have no <laughs> idea who these guys are. No. I think they're probably from the triad. You think? Yeah. Because everybody's still after Nick. That's true. And Happy had gone up into Haley's room because, of course, Nick and Amanda were fighting. And one of the guys goes Thanks, in there. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Not the room! Not the room! I was trying not to cry, because seriously, you have Happy, he's like, not here, this is is a safe place, and it's like, blood's getting everywhere. Right, because Nick follows the guy up, and they go at it. And I thought Happy was going to have, like, a meltdown, to be honest. Yes, really did. And somehow, Nick does end up 
killing the guy using a first place trophy. It's like, oh my God. And Amanda dials 911 and she's like, get out. Yeah. And I understand that. But at the same time, Amanda, these people came in. They did, they weren't necessarily coming after him. They were going to probably kill you. It's like, I get that you're pissed at him. I, I don't even blame you. No. <laughs> but they didn't know he was there. So they found the only link to him. They were coming after you. Very likely that they were going to try to use her to bring Nick in. Yeah, I don't think she realized just how close. And right. that kind of comes to play in a little bit because we have Mary who finally wakes up. God only knows how long she's been knocked the hell out. Right. In a very odd position with... Yeah. On top of her father's grave. Yeah, her gun in one hand and her badge in the other. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Okay, very symbolic. And And she has... Smoothie is very symbolic in what he does. Smoothie is creepy. Yeah, (laughs) he sure is. But she had a bunch of missed calls, and it turns out it's internal affairs. Yeah. And she goes to talk to them, and those two I wanted to slap. (laughs) There was people on Twitter wanting them to have a spin-off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The back and forth. I mean, okay, they were witty. Don't get me wrong. Right. But then when she's like, well, the two women were back and forth. Like, why are you looking at kidnapping? You're not into, into that. You're homicide. You shouldn't right. do that because something might happen. Oh, my God. Okay. Did you guys somehow set up Haley to get kidnapped? Now, I Very don't. Very possible. See, I was going to say, I don't know if that's actually what happened, but these two... Yeah, I don't actually what happened, but I do believe that, yeah, they're on Blue's payroll as well. Yeah, especially when she says something about, okay, what does Blue want? And they're like, who's Blue? I don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. All right, you two, you're going down. Right. And I feel like at this point, Mary, knowing that she has to do something to help save her mom... Right. And, well, herself... I feel like she's like, all right, I'm taking, I'm going to burn this bitch down. I'm taking everybody with me. Yeah. Because I think she realizes how bad it actually is. Right. And it seems like everybody that she's come across is basically corrupt. Yeah. The only way she's going to win is to take it all down. Yeah. So do you think she's going to try, though? From what I've seen of her so far, yes. I think her character would be strong enough to say, yeah, it's my only play. Okay. So I got to do it. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Mostly because this was the so. last we've seen of Mary for this episode. So. Right. Oh, no, it's not. I lied. <laughs> I did lie. I, I'm a horrible person. Because we do see her shortly at Amanda's house. Right. And she does actually warn Amanda, you need to get yeah. out of town. Right. And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like. They're after you. I basically was warned to back off this, but you need to stay safe. And that kind of surprised me because of everything that's happened and their past. Right. But, I mean, with what you said that you think that's her only play, maybe that is what's going on. That she's like, all right, I need to find the kid and I need to take Blue down. And the only way I can do that is to find a way to get Saks on my side and keep this one safe. Right. And then that's the last we see of her, so now I'm not lying. Yeah. But we go back to the kidnap classroom, and Smoothie, who's talking about how he has a sugar allergy and everything else, it's like, all right, creepazoid. But he's passing out these 
giant pieces of cake to the kids. Yeah, huge. Yeah, it's like it's a cake in itself. Yeah. <laughs> and but then he tells one kids, "Oh no, we don't need to fatten you up." I'm like, "Oh my god, why are they trying to fatten kids up?" It's like right. Hansel and Gretel. What are we doing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and of course, I'm thinking like super creepy stuff's gonna happen. But Haley doesn't want to eat it. And he actually says something to her. Oh, maybe you had a problem eating cake before. So that's making me think that he did know something about Very Bad Santa and about the, like, what was that? The fruitcake. Yeah, the fruitcake. I'm like, what did he give her? Right. Yeah, it was fruitcake. Yeah. Which just looks gross anyway. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, what do you know? And she, you know, she's still hoping that Happy and her dad are going to help her. And the kids are like, no, it's good. Go ahead and eat it. Yeah, I probably wouldn't want to eat it either. And then you see like a hand creep up and the kid next to her who wasn't allowed any cake, like takes right, the cake. Rich and then takes it off her desk. Like, what? My God. Stop being a stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> so I, can, I can't even remember the movie. Oh, Krampus. Yeah. You have like the overweight kid go to eat a random gingerbread guy that came down the freaking chimney. What? Don't be that guy. Yeah, don't. Uh, anyway, well, go back to Nick, shall we? Because Nick yeah. seems super down, actually. Yeah, and Happy's right there with him. And something seems to be happening to Happy because he's, like, scratching a lot. And then he notices what looks like flakes. Right. And he kind of freaked out. Yeah. Now, do we think this is Haley starting to lose hope? And he's almost, like, going to disappear? That's kind of what I took from it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt because I don't know what's going to happen. But, right. Nick, what happened to all the money Nick had? Yeah. He couldn't have gone through that uh, that fast. It doesn't seem, from what we've seen, how. But then he right. realizes that his ring isn't in his pocket either. Right. Which we did see Amanda find that in her home. Yes. And I'm hoping that's what's going to make Amanda kind of work with him. Yeah. And marry somehow. I don't know. I'm hoping it all comes around full circle with that. So Nick's going down into the subway, which are plentiful. Let me tell you, in New York. And Happy's just talking. He's like, look at it. Everybody's happy. It's Christmas. And everybody's talking. And you see all this, like, good stuff happening. And then the power goes out. Yeah. And Nick knows that. This will change in no time. And he tells him, this is all fake. It's not real. And sure enough, the, when the power goes out, people start getting agitated and complaining and almost fighting with each other. And you go, and Nick's just proving his point. Right. And he decides to just go ahead and jump onto the tracks. And yeah. he was very, talk about a very graphic novel. He's yeah. like, no, I'm not leaving until I give this platform up. Paint job with my head. Wow. Because he's like, look, nobody's going to help me up. And Happy's freaking out. And he's like, yeah, nobody's doing anything. And Happy's like, I'll stop. I'll go. I'll go. Just get up. And he's like, yeah, go. Bye. And then Happy disappears. And I'm like, right. what the hell? And suddenly Sax is like, all right, I guess I can get up off of this. So he gets off. And then he something happens where he like grabs his chest. And it's either his ulcer or his heart, and he can't get right. onto the platform then. Right. And uh, surprise, a bunch of the passengers do end up grabbing him. And getting him pulled up to the platform 
just in the nick of time. Yeah. And that was a surprise that everyone's like cheering, like, it's a Christmas miracle. We saved him. Blah, blah, blah. And Happy hasn't come back. Like, I expected Happy to come back and be like, see, Nick, you were wrong. Right. And I think even Nick was saying that because he's he's talking to himself. Right. And before we get to the final, even though there was a lot of bad shit that happened on that platform, too. Oh, yeah. We have the reality show. Yeah, back to the reality Oh, God. I was grossed out. So Isabel is with a bunch of other mafia wives, I'm guessing. And they're making Mikey's favorite dish, meatballs, to lure him back. Because apparently that dead body isn't dead. I don't know. But you have the old woman who's talking to her. She's like, oh, you have to really mix it. And it does this and that. And she's like, and then what's the most important part? Isabella, garlic. (laughs) and she's like no a mother's love and my menstrual blood i'm like ew and even like when she's like putting them on there like everybody is like what is she doing yeah i know i just said like a bunch of times sorry guys yes but it it was yeah i i don't have words that's my problem right now because the faces everybody was making you know i was making that face yeah, and then the woman in the back, <laughs> when you hear her, I threw up in my mouth. Yeah. Even Isabella's face was, was oh, God, what, why is this happening? Right. This is on my hands. Yeah. Knowing it's fake, but still, that was amazing. Thank you yeah. for having that face. Yes. Amazing job of acting by everybody in oh, that scene. Oh, that was so gross. <laughs> and the, the old lady just. Looks like it was nothing. It's like, are you? I keep saying it. That's my. Oh, I'm sorry. I really am. Are you even realizing what you're doing? Because this is pretty nasty. Yeah. I. This isn't blood sausage. No. I'm not down with this. No. <laughs> and interestingly enough, we had not. I think it was right after this. The producer for the reality show at Blue's door. Right. And he's trying to talk to Blue, and he's like. Okay, listen. God damn it. I'm going to keep saying like, and now I know I'm saying it. It's making it worse. I'm sorry. I am really sorry, everybody. He says to him, you know, you can give up this mafia thing because this is the new thing and you'll make so much more money. Right. And Blue's looking at him and the look on Blue's face. Did she, have you lost your mind? And he just grabs an ornament off the wreath on the door, looks at it and smashes it into the dude's face. Yeah. I bet the guy ain't going to come around no more. Oh, I bet he's not either. He just falls to the ground just screaming. Oh, well, it was much better seeing his blood than the other blood. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little. Let's go back to Sax, because he's made it out from the subway. And he seemed to be pretty upset about everything that was happening. And I think a little more upset that everybody came together and Happy wasn't coming back. Right. Because he keeps saying, come on, happy, all right, maybe everything doesn't suck. Right. But he's walking alone, and we hear a guy, that one of them that was down on the platform, right, trying to get some food from one of the vendors on the street, and the guy starts whistling Blue Christmas. And suddenly that triggers a memory for Nick, and it's with Blue. And, oh, who else is out there? Yeah, very bad Santa. I did not know what to think. 
because Blue wanted Nick to take him under his wing, but Nick declined. And so I don't know if Blue intentionally did this or it just kind of happened. Oh, I, I think it just kind of happened, and but it was hearing the Blue Christmas because that was something that Very Bad Santa was whistling or singing, and so when he re- remembered the memory, it clicked at him that, oh, crap. That was very bad Santa, and Blue's involved, so Blue's behind this kidnapping operation. But why? Yes, why? We have, well, if Mr. Bug has is in charge of this, it's got to be for some pretty sick reason, I think. It ain't that they're giving those kids to wealthy families that are going to treat them like their own children. I, it's not going to have a happy ending, that's for sure. Uh, well, somebody was getting a happy ending out of this because <laughs> suddenly we come back to the now where Nick is sitting there on a bench remembering at all a bus this. Station. Yeah, I'm at a bus stop and you hear slapping. Well, he, he says something, but, but why blue? And guy next to him's like, well, who's Blue? And you see that he seems to be naked, and it was the guy who was with the rich guy down on the platform. And this was a major WTF moment. <laughs> because he was doing something that you hope you never see in public. <laughs> and apparently butt-ass naked. Yeah. And he was going to give himself a happy ending. Yeah, he was definitely uh, working his way towards that. But yeah, the, and what was weird is it was Mikey. And you go... Oh, that wasn't the guy. I kept thinking it was no. the guy that was down on the platform. No. no, it was Mikey. I didn't even catch that it was Mikey, to be real honest. I thought it was the guy from the platform. <laughs> yeah, this whole time I was thinking it was the guy from the platform. But, oh my God, when they pull away, because they pull away into the side, so you see Nick and you don't actually see anything. Right. But you see his hand, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, there was no other, I, I had no other response to that. Oh. They're, they're, I'm really they, glad I didn't watch that before work because that would have not, I would not have been able to get that out of my head before work. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it when I got home, but it was, it was one of those things that I could not believe it was happening on screen. Right. And they, they definitely made sure you saw enough to know exactly what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> without being. <laughs> Pornographic about it. <laughs> but yeah, it it was major. There was a lot of swearing. My mouth was was just kind of hanging open. I did not know how to respond because right. I was just stunned. I think almost everybody was. Yeah, but I'll be Including real honest. Because of what was happening, I didn't realize that was Mikey. Right. I swear it was the kid that was down on the platform that was being yelled at by the the one rich guy. I did not realize that. Right. So now, was it really real, or is was you know? And that's the question: is okay. We know Mikey's body's gone, and of course the old gypsy woman thinks that the meatballs will lure oh, his <laughs> body back to them. So is Nick seeing a ghost? Is Mikey actually not dead? But no, he can't be not dead because everybody on the bus station would have signed, and that wouldn't have lasted. <laughs> uh, you never know. I mean, this yeah, is supposed true. to be it New York. <laughs> There's weird yeah, shit. Yeah, the naked cowboy. Uh, weird shit happens. That's all I'm going to say. All right. What do you guys think? 
I need to know what your responses were. Seriously, somebody shoot us an email. I want to know if you had the same, like, WTF moment as I did. So sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. You can find all of our contacts on our contact page at www.fangirlzone.com. You can just click on those. You can tell us on, on Twitter, on Facebook, whatnot, because this was the weirdest frickin' episode. So while you're at it, if you could please rate and review us on iTunes and every other podcatcher you're finding us on, because good ratings and review help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends, you need to get them involved. If you're watching this and you're listening to us, you know you want to tell somebody about this episode. Yeah. You know you do. So tell your friends, get them watching this. We do hope you're enjoying the podcast, too. If you want to come on so you can tell us how messed up you think this is, Shoot us an email. I'm happy to have you on. And for this episode of Oh My God, Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. Shit's just getting weirder and weirder. Yep. And until next time.